Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class. Today's Bible class is for our podcast listeners, designed to get us into God's Word every single day for about 13 minutes or so. But even that short period of time keeps us in God's Word, helps keep us focused on our relationship with God, on our souls, helps us to have a more spiritual mindset to be able to deal with all that life throws at us every day. And it throws a lot at us. But it also helps us to stay strong in our faith and even grow in our faith because, as we keep emphasizing, the Scriptures tell us that faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. Now, You know people in your life, we always encourage you to help those people who need to turn their lives around, who need to change their focus in life, who need to start thinking about their souls and their relationship with God. Help them by sharing these short studies with them on a regular basis. Share with your family members, friends, work associates, neighbors, with everybody you can. You may ultimately help somebody get to heaven. That'll be a great blessing for them but it will also be a great blessing for you. So make up your mind and make that commitment and start sharing today all of these short studies with your family, friends, neighbors, work associates, with everybody you can. Going to get back into our study talking about blind spots in our lives. We use the illustration of a driver driving down a Main road, perhaps, a main thoroughfare through his community. Maybe there's, it's a four-lane drive or maybe driving down the interstate with multiple lanes. He's about to change lanes. He looks in his mirrors, nobody there, turns on his blinker, starts to veer over into the next lane, and right away there's screeching tires, there's blaring horns because in his blind spot there was another car. Did not show up in his mirrors, but it was right there, right beside him, just in his blind spot. He narrowly averted a what could have been a disastrous accident by getting back into his lane. Or maybe that's happened to you with somebody else veering into your lane when you were in their blind spot. We understand the danger. But as we've been emphasizing, I believe there are blind spots in our lives. I'm not talking about driving a car, but in our lives in general. Potential problem areas that don't show up on our internal radar system, but we stumble into dangerous situations that we just do not see because they're in our personal blind spots. Well, we looked at length at King Solomon and the blind spot he had. When he first became king, he very humbly asked God to simply bless him with wisdom, and God did that. But God blessed him beyond that. He blessed him with riches and honor. And he also said, if you will stay true to to me, if you will continue to be faithful through my teachings, then I'll also extend your life. And Solomon, I think we can probably assume that he began in a very diligent way being king. He was humble in saying initially, I don't know how to do this. Please give me wisdom. Well, God blessed him with more than he asked for. But then, later on, Solomon ignored God's commandment to not intermarry with foreign wives who worshipped idols, because in that very unique and intimate personal relationship of marriage, they could turn your heart away from following me faithfully, and you could become an idol worshiper yourself. Well, Solomon not only disobeyed God, An initial time, he disobeyed God 
many, many, many times. He married a thousand different women. Now that's incredible. But undoubtedly, a lot of that was just simply to exercise his kingly status. And in the culture of that day, the more wives a king had, the more magnificent he was, the more highly respected he was as a king. Solomon married a thousand different women. And many of those, a great, great many of those were foreign wives who worshiped idols. And he probably thought in his early years that he could handle himself. He would stay faithful to God. His faithfulness to God was absolute. But the text told us in 1 Kings chapter 11, verses 1 through 6, that in his older years, his foreign wives who worshiped idols turned his heart away from God, and he did not stay faithful to God fully. He built worship places, at statues, images, idols for all of his foreign wives who worshiped them, and he even worshiped them himself. How sad. How sad. You see, recognizing their beauty and probably being arrogant in his desire to want to look kingly and look magnificent by having all of these wives in the eyes of all the people around him, well, it was a blind spot for him. A blind spot. Maybe so sexually focused that he could not restrain himself or did not restrain himself from doing what God told him not to do and told all his people not to do. Married foreign women who did not help him stay faithful to God, but led him away from faithfulness to God. We might think about the apostle Peter also as having a blind spot, maybe a number of blind spots. Peter seemed to have been closer to our Lord than many of the rest of the apostles. He seemed to have been very strong, too, in his dedication to the Lord. In John chapter 13, beginning with verse 36, Simon Peter said to him, Lord, where are you going? Jesus answered him, where I am going, you cannot follow me now, but you shall follow me afterward. Now, this was the night of Jesus' betrayal. He would be on the cross the next day. Peter said to him, Lord, why can I not follow you now? I will lay down my life for your sake. In other words, Peter says, why can't I go with you now? I will die for you if necessary. Jesus answered him, will you lay down your life for my sake? Most assuredly, I say to you, the rooster shall not crow till you have denied me, till you have denied me three times. In other words, Jesus says, you think you'd lay down your life for me? Before morning, you will have denied me three times. Well, Peter would think, oh, no, no way. I would never do that. And he was courageous. That very evening, just a little while later, when Judas led the Jewish authorities and betrayed Jesus so the authorities could take him into custody, Peter cut off the ear of one of the servants in the crowd, Malchus, but Jesus healed that man's ear, told Peter to put up his sword. He who lives by the sword shall die by the sword. And then Peter fled. He left his Lord right there with the rest of the apostles. They all ran away. And then later that evening, while Jesus was being run through a series of mock hearings for the Jewish authorities trying to cover their bases so they could say, oh yeah, we've done everything just right, but they were not doing it just right. And Jesus, again, that next day would be on the 
cross. Three times Jesus was, conf- or rather Peter was confronted as to whether or not he was a disciple or follower of Jesus. In John chapter 18, beginning with verse 16, Peter stood at the door outside. Then the other disciple, who was known to the high priest, without uh, who, uh, who was known to the high priest, went out and spoke to her who kept the door and brought Peter in. Then the servant girl who kept the door said to Peter, "You are not also one of this man's disciples, are you?" He said, "I am not." Oh, he denied the Lord one time. Then, verse twenty-five. Now Simon Peter stood and warmed himself. Therefore they said to him, You are not also one of his disciples, are you? He denied it and said, I am not. Twice he denied him. This is just a few hours after Jesus told him, prophesied, You're going to deny me three times before morning. In verses 26 and 27, we read further. One of the servants of the high priest, a relative of him whose ear Peter cut off, said, did I not see you in the garden with him? Peter then denied again, and immediately a rooster crowed. He denied his Lord three times, just as Jesus said he would. Well, Peter had said, I would die for you if necessary. Jesus said, really? Before morning, you're going to deny me three times. And Peter denied him three times that very night. See, he had a blind spot. Peter had a blind spot. He thought he was strong in his faith and dedication and commitment. But when when he perceived his physical life to be on the line, well, in fear for his life, he denied his Lord three times. He had a blind spot. Well, what are your blind spots in your life? Now, don't say you don't have any. Peter might have said he did not have any, but he did. Solomon might have thought he was so strong that he did not have a blind spot when it came to seeing beautiful women who were idol worshipers and wanting them for his wife. But he did. He had a blind spot along that line. What are your blind spots? Could it be poor dedication to God, to Christ, misplaced priorities, Poor scheduling of your time so that you don't find yourself available when the church meets or having time to worship God or even having time in your mind to stop and pray on a regular, consistent basis. Do you keep making excuses for your lack of faithfulness, your weak faith, your lack of dedication and commitment and follow through? Have you truly taken up your cross truly taken up your cross to follow Jesus on a daily basis? In Matthew chapter 16, beginning with verse 24, we read, and Jesus speaking here, if anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. For what profit is it to a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? Or what will a man give in exchange for his soul? Are you making excuses for not following Jesus in as dedicated a way as you should? 
Are you making excuses for not being as faithful as you should? Is your dedication less than what it should be? Is that your blind spot? We'll talk about some more possible blind spots in our lives next time. Let's pray. Father in heaven, thank you for loving us. Thank you for being there for us and with us as long as we will stay with you. Help us, Father, to be the disciples, the followers of you that you would have us to be. Help us to be on guard against blind spots in our lives, to stand strong against them. But Father, we cannot do that by ourselves. We need your help, your guidance, your strength, your wisdom. Please, we pray for all of these and all else that we might need to stand firm and true in faith to you. Help us to overcome our blind spots. Please forgive us, gracious Father. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.